Welcome to episode two of Sim Nation. I'm Corey with my friend Mark. Good morning. And uh, some honesty, first of all, I was planning on doing this the day after Super Bowl. We were right. planning on doing this. Um, it is now March 6th. <laughs> I had a month I, late. That's a okay. little month, a month late. I had a little about COVID, and then we had, we're both teachers, we had winter break. Things happen. So, but we wanted to find out. Um, couldn't we find a team that could beat the Miami Dolphins? And so uh, the 72 Dolphins, who beat, in the first episode, they beat the 89 49ers. Surprisingly to, to me. Not what we expected, <laughs> that's for sure. So um, <clears throat> today we're doing uh, the 72 Dolphins against the 78 Steelers. And uh, one reason why, I did a little research on the um, top 10 teams NFL uh, did one once uh, top NFL teams of all time. 89 49ers were number one. 72 Dolphins were number four. This was the number two team. This was the 78 Steelers. So we're going to do the 78 Steelers today. We were discussing 85 Bears. They were actually fifth, and they said the offense, yes, they had Walter Payton, but besides that, they didn't have much else. Yeah, right. The offense was pretty bad. Yeah. All right, before we get started, in the first episode, I – Told the story. I don't know if you remember. I told the story of how I met Larry Zonka. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just telling you, my dad has listened to the podcast. So, hi, Dad. How are you today? Hope <laughs> uh, all is well. But he uh, called me. He goes, hey, I, I got that picture of mm-hmm. you and Larry Zonka. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? So uh, we saw him this weekend. And no here way. is the picture of a young Corey with... That's my sister and my brother. And you had never seen this picture before? Oh, I've seen the picture. Oh, it was have. years ago. I haven't seen it in years. And that's little Corey there? That's little Corey. Oh, my god. And that's my brother, Casey, who's being held, and my yeah, yeah, sister, yeah. Lindsay. But that's not my dad. That is not your dad? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? That's my dad's best friend, Jim. Oh, my God. <laughs> So now there's no. So now that's the big question with my parents. Why are we in the picture? Why is Jim in the picture? Why isn't Why isn't mom or dad in the picture? Why is Jim with the three kids and Larry Zonka? Maybe because he, he looks. He looks like he could be Larry Zonka's brother. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, he, he was, He's got the same stash. Oh yeah. So uh, so yeah. That that's that was the big question. So I I brought that in a little show and tell. That's pretty funny. Uh, oh, just, just. So what is the explanation? Why is your dad not in that? We picture? don't know. Oh, your dad didn't have anything to say about that? He asked me. <laughs> he calls me. He goes, hey, how come how come Jim's in the picture and not me? I don't know. I don't know. I was I'm like, eight. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm rocking a sweet Bugle Boys shirt. But I'm like, I have no clue. What? I don't know why Jim's in the big. We have no clue. That's pretty funny. <laughs> was Zonka retired by then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was, this was, was like, 80s. What, 1980, 81, something like that, you figure? You, you look like you're maybe eight, nine years old. Well, no, th- my my brother was born in '85. This is probably '87. Oh, well, wait, I'm getting way off. Maybe I'm forgetting how old you are. That's I'm I'm 47. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the that's the description. I was I was not born during the '72 season. Like, I was just going like to say one like one person me. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget that you're a little younger than me. All right, but I do also. I last last time we talked about. During the games, every game, Bob Greasy would come out and Earl Morrow would play. And, I was, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and it was just, I was like, boy, Earl Morrow. I, I remember seeing a few things about him before. 
He always had that real, like, low haircut. He was the backup quarterback for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So I did a little research. I, I don't know. I just I went on a deep dive one night. Um, because to be clear, just to recap, what you're referring to is last time we did the sim, he kept showing up like, yeah. for a quarter. It seemed like he well, was for playing. a play. I mean, the, I remember the one time they beat San Francisco, and he came in for one, one pass, play. one touchdown. And it was like, <laughs> oh. It was almost as if the, the program, the simulation, had some sort of metric in there where he had to play a certain amount because yeah. he played a lot that season. Yeah. Maybe it was in his contract. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, go on. So, so a little history of Earl Morrill. Just, again, I thought somewhat fascinating. As The more I got into it, I was just being a history geek. I was like, really? Yeah. Um, born in Muskegon. Okay. Uh, He's from Michigan. Muskegon, Michigan. He's a former Michigan State Spartan. Okay, right. Okay. We knew that, actually. Um, he played for the Detroit Lions. Oh. oh, here's where it gets interesting because we're both from Detroit. Okay, yeah. So here's where it gets interesting. Everyone knows or has heard of the curse of Bobby Lane for the Detroit <laughs> Lions, right? Yeah, of course. Earl Morrow was traded for by Bobby. He was trade. They traded Bobby Lane for Earl Morrow. Good. He was the re- he's the cause of it. So he is the origin of <laughs> he's, the curse. He's the OG. <laughs> he's the cause. They traded Bobby Lane after the uh, fifty-seven season for Earl Morrill and two draft picks. And that was welcome the to the curse. Wow. Earl Morrill brought the curse. Okay, huh. so there's the first thing. Second, um, sixty-eight Baltimore Colts. Johnny Unitas gets hurt. Earl Morrill comes in. Okay. He's the starting quarterback against the New York Jets. He throws. This might be the worst stat line I've ever seen in a Super Bowl for a quarterback. Super Bowl three, six for seventeen Oof. for seventy-seven yards and three interceptions. Oof. He was replaced by Unitas in the third quarter. Some of his teammates believe that he threw the game. Wow. Bubba Smith, who was who played for Michigan State too. Okay, yeah. they may have been teammates. I don't know, but they yeah. may have been teammates. Oh, no, maybe not. Uh, Bubba Smith was uh, later. I found a clip. So, again, deep dive. I found a clip. Remember the show on Fox Sports, the best damn sports show with mm-hmm. with Tom Arnold? Mm-hmm. And all. Okay, they interviewed uh, Bubba Smith okay. about this. I just want to play this for you. It's cool. fascinating. It, it was the merger. That was right. the third. How did they fix a game like that? It's easy. The quarterback. Yeah. If you remember, we went inside the 25 times in the first half right. and come away with no points. Right. Which is not a characteristic of a, a mm. cold team. But nobody came to you. We got one more here. You'll see Jimmy Orr standing down in the end zone like this. Nobody's within 30 yards of him. He's the primary receiver. Right. Well, and Earl never looked that way. You're talking about Earl Morrill, your quarterback there. Did so, so Bubba Smith believes, this is what he believes, or believed, because he's passed away, that the NFL and the AFL at the time, they wanted to merge, but they couldn't, fi- they couldn't, they couldn't figure out a reason why to merge unless they had a team win from the AFL. Mm. And that he believes that Earl Morrill was approached by the NFL and said, "Play like crap, so we can get, you know, so we can get this merger here. Because if we try to merge and we're the dominant teams, 
it's not going to work. So he believes that it was a collusion some way. Mm. He's a three-time Super Bowl champion. He was a 1968 MVP. Earl Morrow was. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 106 punts in his career. Really? <laughs> yeah. 106 Again, punts. He threw for 20,000 yards passing, which in that era wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. So... So just again, a little interesting. And funny how we can circle Earl it back Earl. to the Lions. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> we can always find some way. Absolutely. You know, I don't. And this is for something a discussion later on. I don't believe that's where the curse began. Well, my belief, and I know I I may have said this to you before, and you you may disagree. Tell me. The day that William Clay Ford bought the team. And was a, and the NFL agreed to him buying the team outright out, or you know becoming the majority share owner was the day Kennedy died. Mm. That's bad karma, dude. <laughs> That's bad karma. That's what I believe. That's it's not the true. curse of Bobby Lane. It's the curse of JFK. There it is. You you don't buy you don't buy a football team. You don't do anything. You buy a house the day Kennedy dies. Sell that house. Don't <laughs> you know? I mean, we closed on our house September eleventh, two thousand three, and I didn't feel great about it. You know, it was. So you're saying that Kennedy was assassinated the day, same day that, that the William Li- Clay Ford bought the Lions was approved of was approved by the NFL. Yes. My God, where do you come up with this shit? Oh, excuse my language. That's okay. <laughs> Leave that out. We got we got nothing. That's fine. We where what did you find that out? It just I I I heard it once did and you? I did some research and I found the Detroit <laughs> Free Press and Detroit News front page that has Kennedy shot and at the bottom. This is why you're on the radio all the time. (laughs) Why you win all these competitions. All right, let's get to it, man. Okay, all right. So, a couple things. First of all, Miami Dolphins, just a little bit of... This is something I found fascinating. Tell me. They're undefeated. Yes. They had to play an away playoff game against Pittsburgh. Oh. Okay. Okay. They got the best record. They're undefeated. They had to play an away game. They were two-point underdogs against the Washington football team. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you've got all that. They're the top offensive team in 72, top defensive team. Combined record, though, of their teams, and I think you said this last, 396 yeah, was the winning percentage. Yeah, that was the They're thought. They're horrendous. Mm-hmm. 78 Pittsburgh Steelers, 14-2, and two, yep. two losses, total 10 points. So, like the, like the uh, 49ers. Mm-hmm. Here's where we chose them over the Chicago Bears. They had a better offense. They were ranked fifth back then. They averaged 22 points. Not great, but back then, that, that was pretty good. Wow. Held point, opponents at 12 points, ranked number one. Now, here's the one thing I, you know, if, if you're a Spartan fan, you may be excited about this. Or George Perlis was their defensive coordinator. Really? Yeah. George Perlis? I, I used to see, I, I remember they showed a picture once. I watched a film, and they had, uh, they were talking about Jack Lambert, who's my favorite. I, I yeah. think Jack Lambert's just fantastic. Um and behind him is George, George Perlis. And I'm like, oh, he must be the water boy. Uh, no, he's the, no. D- he's the D.C. He's the defensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so playoffs. Beat Denver 33-10. Beat Houston Oilers 34-5. And then beat the Dallas Cowboys 35-31. Uh, Cowboys were defending Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. Terry Bradshaw, 28 touchdowns that year, 20 interceptions. Not it's great. A different game back It was a then, different game. It was. You it know, was. you got Franco Harris running back. Right. Uh, I, but again, defense was the key. They had 44 sacks that year, um, yeah. where the Dolphins' no-name defense had 33 sacks in their year. So, mm. so that's what we're going to go with. We're going to go Pittsburgh, and we're going to go um, with the Miami Dolphins. 
So let me get this set up here, and we're going to figure, and we're again, best two out of three. Best two out of three. We've got Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, R Rocky Blyer, Lynn Swan, John Stallworth, Bob Greasy, Mercury Morris, your favorite guy, mm. Larry Zonka, my man, Paul Warfield, Howard Twiley, and then Marv Fleming. All right, here we go. Ready? I am ready. First game. A barn burner. <laughs> 15 to 10 Pittsburgh Steelers win. 15, 15 to 10. Steelers beat 15 the to 10. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Hmm. So first quarter, not, I mean, first quarter, you've got um, Benny Cunningham, a three-yard pass from Terry Bradshaw, so 7 nothing. Okay. So remember in the last one, Miami – Every game, 14 nothing. Mm -hmm. All right, different. Uh, second quarter, Roy Jarella, 24-yard field goal, 10 nothing. Uh, Garo Yepremian, 10-3. Roy Jarella, again, field goal kicker for Pittsburgh, 13-3. Pittsburgh scores all their points in the first half, then they get a safety with a minute to go. So they're up 15-3 at halftime. And then Larry Zonka, 46-yard run uh, in the third quarter, 15-10. That's game. Um, Terry, Def that defense playing with a lead—that's exactly the way exactly. either of this, either of these teams would want to play. Oh yeah, Terry Bradshaw was player of the game. Uh, he was thirteen for twenty-four, hundred sixty yards, one touchdown. I mean, this was yeah. You look at the running. I mean, Franco Harris eighty-two yards, Rocky Blyer sixty-two yards. So you know, over a hundred and forty yeah. yards there. Uh, Mercury Morris seventy-six yards. Larry Zonka, 78 yards. So, I mean, it was all on, on the ground. Yeah. Uh, they, Bob Greasy nah, and Earl Morrill, uh, like, 9 for 26, 117. And Earl Morrill, 1 for 2. <laughs> they have Earl. They've got they, – but they also have um, Mike – the backup quarterback for uh, Pittsburgh played one game or one, one – one, at least one series. Mike Krusek, um, 0 for 1. How many sacks by the Steelers? Uh, sacks. One, two, three. Three sacks. Mm -hmm. And turnovers. Zero, sac zero sacks for uh, Miami. Turnovers. You've got what well, time of possession? What well, time of possession was even? Basically, I mean, 29 minutes for Pittsburgh and 30 minutes for Miami. Hmm. 29.05, 30.55. Um, penalties, five for 25 each, five for 25, five for 23. I mean, this was an evenly matched game, really. Um, After the early scoring, it was pretty uh, pretty evenly matched the rest of the way. Yeah, fumbles lost. Pittsburgh had a lost fumble. Uh, I don't see any interception. Oh, no, Bob Greasy had one interception. He had one interception. So, yeah, just, I mean, defense, defense, defense. Uh, all right, so let's try this again. So that was the first one. So Pittsburgh's up, so we can finish it now, or we can uh, play a third if uh, – Okay, so this time, Pittsburgh 21, Miami 10. <laughs> How about that? We found the team. <laughs> I think so. so um, yeah, so we've got Rocky Blyer, two-yard touchdown, 7 nothing in the first quarter. Second quarter, Lynn Swan, five-yard pass from Bradshaw, 14 nothing. Your premium, 29-yard field goal, 14-3 at halftime. Uh, third quarter, Franco Harris, 14-yard run, 21-3. Uh, and then Jim Kick, 14-yard pass from Bob Greasy. I mean, basically, if you're 
if the Steelers, it's the same game. They were up. It is. It's before. yeah. I mean, it's like they get the lead. They're just going to shut it down. I mean, they had 28 first downs. Wow. Where Miami had 10. Wow. See that game. First one was evenly matched. This one was all Steelers. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh going had one sack where Miami mm-hmm. hit two. Um, let's see. Average rush. Miami had more at more yardage as an average rush. Uh, they were 23 for 131, 5.7. Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, they hit 47 rushes. Mm. It was ball control. Yeah, it was. That's all it was. It was ball control. Time of possession, 39 minutes to 20 mm. to, for Miami. Yeah. Uh, That's a textbook win right there. It really is. Bradshaw. Kind of a boring Super Bowl after the uh, second quarter. Yeah. Bradshaw was 17 for 28, 252, and then uh, one touchdown, one interception. Bob Greasy. How'd this guy get in the suit in the home? I mean, <laughs> these are Sims, I know. I mean, he was a good player, but 9 for 20, 97 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Earl Moore, 0 for 2. Yikes. Um, Zonka had 89 yards. Mercury Morris, they shut Mercury Morris down. 39 yards, that's all they ran. Yards. That was it. Uh, Franco Harris had 127 yards. Yep. Uh, one touchdown. Rocky Blyer, 58 yards, 15 attempts. Bradshaw. Uh, had three rushes. So, yeah, I mean, it's just they dominated, and they, you know, defense defense wins championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I especially back then. I mean, I think nowadays that's changing a little bit, wouldn't you say? Yeah. A little bit? A little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, the defense, I think, was better for Philadelphia than Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I mean, but... Patrick Mahomes is just yeah. pretty special. Uh, to me now, it's all about who's got the better quarterback. I mean, I you know, yeah. In the end, I defaulted on Kansas City because I thought he's a better quarterback. He's a more experienced quarterback. He's a better quarterback. They're going to win the Super Bowl, and that's the way it played out. But I agree with you back then. You know, we talked about this when we were texting the the Raiders Buccaneers for the early two thousands. What it was two thousand four, oh, yeah. and I was yeah. convinced the Raiders were going to mop up the Buccaneers and not a chance. It was a blowout, right? And it was all about defense then. And so, yeah, I agree. Well, with I mean, you. look at the uh, Baltimore Ravens. They won. Oh, they God. won with Trent Dilfer. Yeah, Trent Dilfer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk <laughs> about a Bob Greasy type, right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. won with Trent Dilfer. Um, I mean, baby Kerry Collins. Yeah. So I if mean, if your defense is that <laughs> dominant, that good. That game-changing personnel, top to bottom, then yeah, that's yeah. more consistent, more reliable. It's easier to yeah. I mean, if you if you've got a good defense, you better have a damn yeah. good yeah. offense. But right. if you've got a like legendary defense, yeah. you're okay if your offense yeah. is a little middling. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, so we found the team. We found, we found the, team. the team that could beat the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Champagnes put away uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Best team, I, I'd say, best team ever. Well, are, are we going to play? Well, wait. Well, because we're not going to bother with it because we're going to go on to basketball after this. Yeah, football's over. So now, first of all, I'm hoping to make this podcast a little more consistent than once a <laughs> month. Um, but we got basketball season coming up with uh, March Madness, so I thought we could do some Definitely. college. Oh, yeah. Um, some all-time college great teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've already got mine. Duke team, UNLV. That's mine. Yeah. Right That's mine. <laughs> you felt me. All right. Yeah, yeah. With Larry Johnson, Stacey Augman, oh Anderson God. Hunt. Oh, my God. Do you remember I told you that I did that against the the 92 Michigan team? You know, the, well, the okay, Fab so Five. 
I didn't realize this is this what if sports is addicting. It is. Because I, I had to laugh because you didn't know about this. Mm-mm. All of a sudden, the week after, I'm getting texts, dude, I ran this. And dude, I ran these five simulations. And it's like, and I'm laughing. I'm telling my wife, I'm like, I, I think I've unleashed the beast. Yeah, you have. You have. You've created a monster. No, uh, UNLV. Yeah, I'll get Well, I mean, the thing, I mean, UCLA in the 70s. Yeah. Do you, I mean, with Walton and those guys. But, I mean, that's a completely different game back then compared to. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, there are some really great teams oh that you could maybe. Yeah, yeah. Use. So, All right, good. So I'll, like, I'll have my team. Yeah. So you figure out your team. I have. I've got. I've got the. Well, because those. I brought it up, and because people may <laughs> want to wonder, I think I ran the sim ten times. I don't think Michigan won once against the UNLV. No, not even once. No, blowout every time. Yeah, and the UNLV scored hundred points. I don't know that anybody beats that UNLV team. We'll they, see. They were. There's some Duke teams yeah. there that might have a shot. I. I the year after they won, yeah, the year after they won, they played a game at the Palace against Michigan State, and I went and saw the game, and it wasn't even close. It was, and Michigan State had Sean Resper, Mike mm-hmm, Piklowski. Mm-hmm, I mean, a good it team. was a good team. It was nothing. No. I mean, it was like, it was like, okay, Michigan State, you just go sit in the stands, bring mm-hmm. the Pistons on, let's see what happens now, because it was like, holy crap. This team is like a pro team. I mean, Larry Johnson was a man amongst boys, mm-hmm. literally. It was just fan- It was amazing. So, yeah, I definitely want to see if they can just if – they, if they're, are they the best? Are they the best? Are they, they the best? The best? Hey, what, what, one more football question before we end for anybody to think about, because I heard this one on TikTok or something. The worst USFL team, right, would that beat – would that, whoever that is, the worst USFL team, would the worst USFL team beat Georgia? Worst USFL team? Mm-hmm. The United States Football League. Well, what, what's, the, what's Michigan Panthers? USFL. Yeah. <laughs> would the worst USFL team beat Georgia? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, that, and I, I, that's like there's times I, I you look at Alabama and say they could beat the Lions. Yeah, but this is the USFL. This is the USFL. They're still, they're like their number one pick is usually a best Shea, guy. Off Shea, somebody else. Shea Harrison was number one. Well, there you go. Shea Harrison. Hey, they they always said Shea Harrison had the talent to be a number one draft pick. Mm. He was <laughs> wrong league. Um, man, I don't know. I Georgia's scary. I know. And then, you know, they play as a team, et cetera, et cetera, and half their roster is NFL guys anyway. And these are USFL guys. I actually think it's a legitimate question. That whole idea idea of the Lions Lions losing to them, that's silly. But USFL USFL, and the worst USFL team. Yeah. I mean, well, you could also then say, okay, could the San Antonio Brahmas of the XFL beat Georgia? Yeah. I mean, mean, I was saying the same idea. Of course. I, it's at least worthy of a conversation. All right. I'll, I'll put money on Georgia. I would, too, I think. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I would. I think. I think. I would. I, I mean, they know. got more pro. They got players. That, they got players that will be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have too many players that are going to I mean, you don't have many in the USFL going, I'm from Georgia. Yeah. When Nolan Smith from Georgia isn't even a first-round pick, potentially. Right. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. All right. All right, man. See you next time. Basketball next time. UNLV, baby. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.